Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach and this episode we're going to be talking all things Melbourne racing, uh, recapping last weekend's Caulfield Cup uh, meeting where Incentivise took the piss and we'll also be looking this uh, looking towards the Manicato and obviously the Cox Plate and all that sort of gear. But um, as I do, I always welcome in uh, Nick. How are you, mate? Mate, not too bad. Not too bad. Another week done, nearly. Well, I suppose we're Thursday, so we're close. It's getting close. In, um, very close. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Tipped pretty good pretty, weekend on the punt. You tipped pretty well. You tipped pretty well. Um, looking at your tips now, Vianello, Buffalo, Colette, Incentivise, Oxley Road. Um, bless her, was fucking tough viewing. Should have won. Um, but talk to me first, Kapalua Sunset. You were real bullish on this thing. Yeah, I pretty much... I think I called it. I think I used the M word, didn't I? Yeah, I, I don't know if I used it, but I basically did. Um, look, I'm, I'm, it's an absolute horror show from Brett Preble. He got absolutely outridden by Ollie in that race. And I, did, it, I don't know how you end up second back on the fence to last on the turn. I don't know how that actually happens, but it did. And then she looked like she'd sort of shit herself, to be honest. So, um, do not put a pen to her. I reckon she's still the Oaks horse. I reckon she's still really good. I reckon the winner is really good as well, Daisies. But yeah, unfortunately, good runs don't get your money back, though, do they? Unless mm. you can find a profit next start. I did find it funny seeing Gunstock win um, oh, after cool. we gave it a bit of shit, and perhaps thought it was like he's better better the day. Yeah, that was cool. Um, looks like it's going to be really hard to beat over twenty four hundred in a Derby, twenty four twenty five hundred, doesn't it? Yeah, um, Colette was good, but let's um, we'll obviously just mention Incentivise. So Incentivise pretty much just did what he does, eh? Like barrier 20, no dramas, peach of a ride from Prebs after, you know, Kapalua Sunset. But um, what do you make of this thing? Oh, I think that exactly what we spoke about last week, I think we just everyone was trying to overcomplicate it with the barrier and realistically what happened was he just went and sat third, fourth and was one out, one back and sat in the perfect spot and Gigi rode his arrogance. Um, he's just so good. Like a kilo and a half penalty, I don't reckon that's enough for that performance in the Caulfield Cup. Like he only gets, goes up to 57 in the Melbourne Cup. It's going to take a bloody good horse to beat him, I reckon. I think they, um, I think he just said that he had so much under him too. So he like, he was never in, never in strife, never, never worried throughout the ride. Um, don't you reckon the horse knows though? Like I watch that horse win and it looks like he knows exactly what's going on. And I don't know. I just, he looks like he's got a, a hint of arrogance about him as well. Well, I think so. He's, but he's and Moody's doing pretty well with it. But you look at incentivized winning from Barry Twenty and Delphi. That I thought, oh, you know, Barry Nineteen came thirteenth. So, peach yeah. of a ride, I think. Um, Absolutely. But apart from that, um, we can mention that we can mention the Everest. I was there on the weekend. I think I went live with you for one of the one of the races. The Think It Over race, but um, Nature Strip yep. obviously yep. a freak um, just held on against Musk Crusader. Um, we were both all over Nature Street, weren't we? Yeah, absolutely. I think the thing as well is it's proven the pudding, like the best run doesn't have to be the winner too. Like sometimes your back horses like Mastery say that get back and you've got a horse like Nature Strip that just has that really good racing style and pattern and you just end up on top because you haven't you haven't had to find any luck or anything. So they're the horses you want to back and he's sort of the perfect example of one of those horses you really always always just happy to be with. Yeah. Um he did get. Fell in. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone was pretty pumped though. You could tell the crowd. It was good to see a crowd back at the track on the weekend. But yeah, you could tell more than half of them were all over uh, Nature Strip. It was a huge run from Musk Crusader just to get pipped. Um, He's got to be one of the most love-hated horses on the planet, Nature Strip. Yeah, I can honestly say I haven't backed him all the time. So I don't really have that hate towards him. There's some people that have stuck with him and it's done their head in every now and then. But, you know, he might be a good chance. They said he's gone down to Melbourne for that VRC sprint. So could be a goer. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. It'd be a big chance. Um, Friday night, the Manicato is on. Um, unfortunately for me, I had Paul Lelly in all my futures, which just got, they didn't, mm. like, don't even get me started there, but um, as favourite. And I'm pretty sure you said you were pretty keen. So that's 460, that's the fave. Lombardo is there. Ingratiating is now $7. It was 21 bucks, I think, two nights ago when I messaged you, you and Paps, and I was like, what am I not seeing here while Paulelli is still in the field? And obviously, there was a bit of in the know that ingratiating was going to go there and Paulelli wasn't. So that's seven bucks. Jonk is there and even Sneaky Five. Um, what do you think? It's pretty ordinary race. Like for, for Manicato, and compared to fields with like Buckling and Shatapa and those horses and stuff, I think this yeah. is a, more like a group two or three field. But I think Savitou XL is definitely the, a deserved favourite. I think her. First up run was really, really good, um, going past Dosh and then obviously Bella Nipatina in September run behind. Um, and she's pro- probably only going to improve. He's only going to improve second up. He's got a really nice second up record too. Um, I can see why 460. The horse in mind was a Jonker. I think, I think this horse in behind Mars Crusader I just didn't really go all to plan in that race. And even the start before that, I didn't think everything went to plan either. And that was up the straight. I think can cross lead. It comes from gate four. I reckon it's a chance of leading this field. And then maybe Sava 2XL just on its outside. I think Yonka $8. It's already 11s into eight. So it's probably the one that I'm going to have something on and, and maybe say, have a saver on Sava 2XL. Mate, Jonka came back pretty strong too. It's been around for a little while. Um... Yeah. And pretty consistent horse. I, I just, I can't believe that they're, I know Lombardo's progressive, but going from a, you know, listed race with 54 kilos and then you come to weight for age and you get 58 and a half against much better horses. I think 480 is just crazy odds, like unbelievably under the odds. All right, it's going to be a good one to see. Um, like you said, it's not like the old Manicados, but a Manicados, Manicado, Mooney Valley, Friday night. Where do I sign? Um, we go to yeah. Saturday, though. So race one, a bunch of the um, bunch of the unknowns. Um, Equivocal is on the drift. That's the fave, though. Bemote is 460. Nobel is there for Annabelle Nisham and J-Mac. Uh, Idris and Red Rapid, they're all sort of there. Big money, I guess, for that prairie flower. Um, 31 bucks already into nine. Yeah, which is pretty big go, really, for only being Thursday um, for a first starter. So there's obviously... I don't know if there's, I haven't gone through and looked and seen if there's any public trials of it, but um, it's usually a pretty good sign. Um, the two horses, Idris and Equivocal, both ran in the same jump out. And um, Idris actually, I thought Idris's trial was better than Equivocal. So I actually, if I'm going to have a bet in this race, it'll be Idris. Um, Ollie seems to have a pretty good relationship with Leon and Corsons. Um, they're stable all the time. So. I'm happy with it, but it won't be a mad punning race, I can tell you that. No, nah, nah, not for me either. Um, race 2,000 metres, um, Starry Legend is the fave for Sadler and Mickey D. Uh, 550 already into 310, so being backed. Ranting's there at 5 bucks on the drift. Dexalation, 750 excess funds, which uh, you do have on the week after the weekend. Luna Hero, <laughs> um, being backed, 15 into 9. Yeah, 
pretty ordinary race again. I, I think Starry Legend and Ranting are definitely the two best horses. They've got a pretty good opinion of Ranting. Like, this is a horse that's come through basically only Group 2s and Group 1s. Um, last preparation coming through it would have been a... I don't know what race that would have been, 1100 Group 1, but um, coming through some nice form lines. Starry Legend's win at Mornington was really, really good, um, and that was first up. I reckon probably improves off that run, so that's the one I want to be with. Um, but wary if if that on the day they do back ranting because I know they think that horse is going pretty is a pretty handy horse. I think I might. I don't know how keen I'm going to be the first couple of races, but um, what's next? Crockett Stakes, uh, Equal Faves, and Robo Deira. Been back back this before. This is J Mac and John O'Shea. It's already on the drift though. Um, New York Baby's been back though. Six into four bucks. Equal favourite. Our Heidi's there at five fifty. Larkspur Run, uh, and Star Waltz. What do you reckon? I really like Robodira. Um, I was actually backed at last start as well and didn't get any luck whatsoever. I don't even know if it left second gear, to be honest, and still only finished a length and a half off Sneaky Five. Um, gets J-Mac, O'Shea, that old duo as well. I, I think this is actually a really, really good bet, Robodira, coming out of the, the same race as um, as New York Baby, who actually got had every chance to win that race, and Robodira was stuck in behind them. So I think $4 is a really good price. Not scared of the drift? Nah, I never fear the drift, mate. It just means you get to win a little bit more. <laughs> um, <laughs> race four, this is one you've already talked to me about, is Dosh. So Dosh is the fave. Generation's next at 360. Mornington Glory at seven. Sudoku's is a step in Ethelric. Uh, you obviously uh, have a big opinion, I guess, of Dosh. Oh, I, I just think the price they posted is a bit of a joke, to be honest. Like, Taking a horse like Stabber 2XL to get this horse just on the line, um, that's far better grade than this. That was a wait for age group two race. And horses like Generation, they're going okay, but I look at Generation and think you're, you're not a really tough sort of horse. And I think it does take a tough horse to run down Dosh. So I think $3 is really good. I reckon you'll get something more like 240 on the day. So if you like it, have a bet as early as you can. Um, $3.10. Really, really keen. What was that, sorry? $3.10, yeah. So if yeah, you think it's going to jump it. jump shorter, jump on now. Yeah, get involved. Get involved. <laughs> um, race fives over the mile, and Heresy's the fave for Cummings. Um, pretty much what it opened, three out to 320. Fortunate Kiss has been backed a little bit, 420. Um, Marcana, 550. What a fox, nine bucks. And we go out to Vianello, who's coming around again, that this time at 11 bucks. Yeah, look. Not a deep race, I don't think. I, I don't think that Vianello race from last weekend is going to bring any winners. I, did, I remember when we were going through the race, I didn't think that it was going to be a strong sort of form reference. Heresy, this is deep in the prep now, and I'd like to think that her 1,000 guineas run was a bit of a failure um, and six to 1,600. So to know for me, I like Fortunate Kiss. Um, I thought she was really, really good in a 1,000 guineas, and... I reckon that those two horses, Yearning and Elusive Express, if you're finishing a couple of lengths off them, I reckon that's pretty good form for a race like this. Um, yeah, pretty happy with Fortunate Kiss. Fortunate Kiss. It's already been back too, so I think you're probably back at now, 420. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Fortunate Kiss. Um, race number six, and that is the Crystal Mile. We've got a bunch of animals in here. Elephant, Buffalo River, <laughs> and Rhinoceros. So Elephant <laughs> elephant is the fave at three bucks. Then we go to Buffalo River. Embolism, one of our old faves, at $7. Second slip, Best of Days, Romanta, and Rhinoceros. Who have you landed on? I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with Embolism. I think 
I reckon his run was fantastic behind Owen Thunderstruck, but there was actually a point in the straight where I thought, shit, don't win. Please don't win. It was like $41 that day. Um, obviously gets a, a rise in weight, but I think Elephant, this looks like a race that sort of they've got to the fifth run in the prep now. It wasn't really very good in that race. Um, I'm happy to steer clear of him. Buffalo River, I think we got our money last week. Obviously, if it's a soft track, um, he comes right into it. But I reckon seven or eight bucks for embolism is a, a nice each way price. I'm gonna I'm gonna tip him on top. Sticking away from the from the animals, mate. Yeah, look, there's enough animal going around the course as it is without the names being animals too. I reckon so. Let's uh, we'll go <laughs> with embolism. <laughs> um, first leg of the quaddy race number seven. Forgot you. Um, I know this has been getting smashed. This is a dollar ninety-five now. Black Comb is eight bucks. Akihiro is tens. Villadin, and then we Spirit of Gaylord. Um, but this thing's pretty short. What do you reckon? Yeah, probably fair enough too. It was really, really good in that Caulfield Guineas, and it looks like it's looking for two thousand. So I don't know if a dollar ninety-five. I think that's about the right price. I don't know if it'll start much shorter than that. To be perfectly honest. Um, the horse coming over from Adelaide, Black Cone, uh, Black, is it Black Cone? Yeah, Black Cone's coming over. Had a run in Adelaide and was a really short price favourite. Got caught in behind that all other runners, never got a run and was jogging over the line. So, um, be interested to see how it sort of stacks up against Forgot You, but it's a pretty obvious sort of form reference, isn't it? Yeah, it's won a couple. Yeah, it's won a couple at Mooney Valley. Yeah, so, look, he's going to be really hard to Really hard to beat, but I reckon Black Bomb's probably the, the Quinella horse. All right. Um, race eight is the Gold Cup. Um, floating Artist, been backed, 440 into 330. Pondus, uh, been backed as well into 390. Harpo Marks is 550, and then we go to double figures with Luna Flair, Secret Blaze, Miami Bound, etc. cetera. Uh, floating Artist, um, drawn barrier 10. You a fan? I think it had a win about four or five starts back at Mooney Valley. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worried about this horse. I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't think that it's – I thought it should have been winning that the, its last race. Um, it definitely should have been winning. It sort of just hit a bit of a flat spot, and then the other two were too good for it. So I'm actually not too sure what to do with this race. The, I, Secret Blaze is going okay at the moment. It might be a little bit of overs. Luna Flair is going okay, but I'm going to be steering very clear from this race. <laughs> All right, so let's just say Secret Blaze <laughs> then, eh? Secret Blaze for a place at 390. We'll take that. Throw it in there, mate. Throw it in. <laughs> Um, Cox Plate, um, Tab obviously already paid out on Zaki, so we're a bit nervous at two ninety. Um, Animo's yep. there at four bucks. Very elegant has been backed five dollars. Gold Trip, there's a bit of a vet check. Not sure if it's going to be running. State of Rest, Mawanga, Probabil, they are all there. Um, I know that the entire Cox Plate field boasts just four previous starts at Mooney Valley. Probabil's had two. Dallasans had one. Very elegant's had one. None of the rest have even run around Mooney Valley. Interesting. That is really interesting, isn't it? Like, especially when you've got a horse like Animo, um, $4. Like, are you willing to risk $4 going around a track like Mooney Valley for the first time when you've got to go back to last from gate 10? Um, I'm pretty happy with the race. I reckon it's actually really good. Like, you've got probably at 14 bucks. Even Dallasan, you know, ran third in a in an Epsom. So, this is a, it's not a bad Cox plate field. Um, I'm with Zaki. I still think he's going to win. I think... J-Max at just a massive plus. Um, the fact, just the, the the way that J-Max gone about talking about this horse, and um, I don't think he was ridden very well by, by Big Craigie uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I think Zaki wins. I think 
you might even get three fifty four dollars on the day if, if they start coming for a couple of others. The one that like has been backed now, very elegant. She was pretty disrespected. I thought she was about nine bucks a couple of days ago. A days ago, she's probably a right price now. If it's a little bit wet down there, then she'll be running in the top two or three for sure. I'd say so. Um, Ripper race, looking forward to it. I don't know about Animo. He scares me, but I'm not. I don't. I'm, I couldn't back him to win at four dollars. Yeah. I don't know, like Zaki, obviously people are going to jump off from last start, I think. people. So I think it may drift. Um, you might, yeah. yeah, you're right, you might get $3, $3 plus, um, and very elegant, if, if obviously. You, oh. If you watch the horse um, at Caulfield as well, he actually took a little bit of time to like change his legs over as well. Um, and it sort of looks like he hasn't gone as well down in Melbourne as he obviously was in Sydney and in Queensland, but... Um, be interesting to see how he gets around the valley, but it, I don't know if you watched his it, the Breakfast with the Stars thing. Um, but he looked in pretty, he looked in pretty good nick, I reckon. So I'm happy with him. I reckon he wins. It's interesting, like if, if very elegant wins, J Max going to be spewing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he's he's literally the king of the top three in the market, isn't he? Yeah. So, um, obviously not going to get down to forty nine and a half. All right, we go to the last, um, the Tessio Stakes, Anavisto, being backed 420, only words, 550, Starrell, sevens on the drift. Um, the drift is more profits and a bit of money for Grace and Harmony. Uh, Anavisto, mate. Yeah, again, silly price, 420, like 54 kilos in this race when you're coming out of the Still a Star, Still a Star race where you're jumping from gate 14 and had to work to get across just to get, get a nice position and still battled on Ren couple of lengths off air so i can't believe it's 420 i'm really really stoked with that price um only words i thought i had a chance against Siriello miss and sort of just didn't didn't really do a whole lot in my opinion so i think anabisto is actually a really good bet in the last god it owes me especially after i think it was last start and fifth at flemington just oh. anyway um mate what have we landed on for a best for our best of the day, Dosh, for sure. Dosh, um, $3.10, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, get on. Take the three ten. The only, The only minuscule little query is that there's a little bit of speed in the race and it's up to 1,200 and hasn't been to 1,200 before. Um, that would be the only little query. But if, if it gets 1,200, then he's winning his race. All right, Jordan Childs and Beg, not barrier eight, three dollars and ten cents. Beautiful, I love it, mate. Um, anything else you like on the weekend? You having a bet at Sydney? Um, I haven't had much of a chance to look through Sydney's fields. It's pretty ordinary, really. Well, they've um, been talking pissing down rain nonstop, and it hasn't rained once. So that's, that's our meteorologists are pretty ordinary at the moment because literally they've been saying pissing down all week or, or towards the end of the week, and it's been sunny as hell. So who knows? Who knows? It's interesting. Quackerjack's back. Is it really? Yeah, it's had three trials and 300 days off. So, be interested to see how it goes. It's sort of, I don't know, it does feel like we haven't seen that else for a while, but Mark Newnham, he's a jet. He's pretty smart. He's a fan of Mark Newnham. So, interested to see how it goes, but nah, nothing yet at Ramwick. What about yourself? Uh, I've had a few early ones. I backed on Trivia. Um, That's very unlike you to have an early bet, mate. It is pretty unlike me. Um, but I also backed Coast Watch, but then they just came for Halal, so not sure. I'm not sure about that. Um, but yeah, I'm a bit iffy on like if it's going to be a soft or whatever, because you know, and if it gets to a decent soft or whatever, ice bath comes into it, especially in the invitation. But yeah, I think I'll leave it for a bit. Um, yeah. I'd like on Trivia to win. Tommy Berry aboard, but we'll see. Um, 
Thanks for joining me, mate. Hopefully we um we get what'd you get? Five from ten on the weekend. Let's make it six from yeah. ten this week. Well, six That's from eleven with the manicato. True, exactly. So we're every chance. Um, <laughs> looking, looking forward to it. Looking forward to chatting next week about how it all went. Sweet, bro. All right, thanks. Good man. Chat, yeah.